Welcome back to Greeting Card Guru Daily Delivery, offering you tips, tricks, and ideas to grow your greeting card business. I'm your host, Jessica Walker, and on today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome a special guest. Today, I'm talking to Elizabeth Beck of Beck and Joy on Etsy, and Elizabeth and I actually go way back. She was best friends with some of my best friends in high school, but it wasn't until I started my Etsy shop that we reconnected because she's been rocking the Etsy game for years. She's an entrepreneur, a mom, an army wife, a CrossFitter. Seriously, so cool. So she quickly became my go-to for Etsy questions, and I can't wait to learn how she got into the Etsy business and where she wants to go from here. So welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. Let's just start off by sharing what it is that you create for your Etsy shop. I know you don't make greeting cards, but so much of what we do is so similar that I thought it would be awesome to have you on. So what is it that you actually sell in your shop? Yeah. So um, in my shop, I just sell... Um, I'll go by my tagline. I say small details for happy occasions. Um, so I sell pins or people call them buttons for like bachelorette parties, bridal showers, um, weddings, army things, and then mini champagne labels and wine labels, again, for parties and just a way to customize um, fun events. Love it. And everything is so cute. I can't wait for you guys to check out her shop. Um, But I love, Elizabeth, if you could tell us a little bit about your background. Like, did you start out as an artist or did you have any sort of background in business? Yeah. So actually, no, <laughs> I have no background in art or business. It's kind of funny. I, I didn't even take a single art class in high school, um, but I really just always loved the idea of working for myself. Um, ever since I was born, my dad has owned his own has owned his own business. And so it was awesome being able to grow up seeing my dad as an entrepreneur. Um, I got to go to work with him and I just loved seeing the flexibility he had in being his own boss. So I just always knew that I was going to try to make that happen and I didn't know how. Um, but yeah, so I, I loved the fact that he could just, he had that flexibility. That's so cool. I would love to have had entrepreneur parents. Like, I feel like I went into this so blind that it was probably helpful to kind of like have an idea of what that looked like. Yeah. I mean, we ju- we definitely do completely different things, but <laughs> I think bottom line, you know, I've just, I'm a person who I don't like people telling me what to do. It's, it's kind of funny. So I was like, what can I do where I don't have a boss? And so I, you know, it's just funny. I just found, I found a way to make it happen. Um, And I'm, and I, and seven years later, you know, here I am and I'm still doing it and I love it. So when you started your Etsy shop specifically, did you start it like kind of as a hobby or did you have kind of like a full business plan in mind? So, yeah, I, I definitely didn't start it as a hobby. I, but also I didn't start as a full (laughs) business either. I, (laughs) I definitely had the intent to like make money, but I'm not a planner. So I didn't have this grand like layout. I'm not Mm -hmm. like a very methodical thinker. I'm kind of on the fly, which is not a good thing (laughs) always, but it worked for me. Um, And so the story's kind of funny. I was living, I just gotten married. I was living in Columbus, Georgia while Chris, my husband was doing like army training. And so I didn't have a job. We weren't going to be there that long. I was like babysitting 
Um, and so I was at a Barnes and Noble one day and I found an entrepreneur magazine and I was like, cool, I'm going to buy this magazine. <laughs> um, and so I was like flipping through the magazine and I saw an ad for a button maker, which is so completely random. And I bought it like from the magazine, I oh guess. My God. I didn't even go online. Like there was like a, you rip it out and you like send in a check. Like I bought this button maker from this magazine and fun fact, I I still have it today. Like I still use it today. I hear those Um, things last like decades. Yeah. I mean, at this point I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting rid of this thing till it breaks. (laughs) Like it works. So yeah. So, and then like, you know, I got it in the mail. I was like, started making these like proud army mom, sister, whatever buttons. And then I started like cold calling army stores to be like, Hey, I I make these buttons. Do you want to sell them in your stores? And, um, so it was pretty funny how it all happened. Like I, I knew I wanted to find something to do to make money, but I didn't, I didn't have a plan at all. I just kind of went with it. And I really, it really didn't turn serious until about two years later. Um, but it's, it's just kind of funny how it all happened. It was very like, oh, I just made this and I'll open this Etsy shop and then I'll call this army store. So I learned much more about the um, importance of being organized and having a plan later. But the way it started was, was pretty funny and just kind of on the fly. <laughs> I feel like that's been such a common thread when I talk to entrepreneurs that it starts out as kind of just like a see what sticks kind of thing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, this is what works. Now I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And I think at the time too, I was like frustrated because we weren't going to be in that city for that long. And, um, you know, a lot of employers, if you're like, Hey, I'm moving in seven months. They're like, why would we hire you? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's why Etsy is so helpful. Like with just having the flexibility of being able to do it anywhere is I'm sure super helpful to an army wife. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty priceless. Yeah. Um, so how did you choose your name? I already know, but I think it's cute. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a play on our last name, Beck. Um, and I knew when I, I knew I wanted people to hear my name and think happy and, you know, joyful. And so I just, I've always loved the word joy. And so Beck and Joy is just, it just kind of, I think immediately tells you that my products will bring joy to your occasion, whatever you're, whatever you're doing. So I thought, you know, that kind of covered it all. I didn't want to limit myself to have like buttons in the title or label. Cause at, at that point still, I was like, I don't really know where this is going. I just want to make sure I cover my bases. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was cool to have our last name included in there as well. And I think that's so smart because I like so often you start with one product and end up in a totally other place. So just having like a brand word that creates like a feeling or an emotion, but it's not crazy specific, I think is so smart. Um, and you kind of hit the Etsy wedding trend pretty early. So at one point, I know now you make a lot of labels. You're like label queen, but did you didn't start with labels either. It was like buttons and then labels. Correct. So um, how did you end up deciding to do labels? Um, I think... I just realized that there was maybe just that there was more I could do and, and, and buttons are like, they're a fun product, but I was thinking, I I think it had become trendy to like ask your bridesmaids with Mm -hmm. like 
basically, you know, mini champagne or wine. And I was like picking up on that. Um, I had just gotten married, but I had a lot of friends that were like getting engaged. And I was just kind of, I think through all these friends, I was like picking up on trends that were happening. Um, and that was just an easy way to expand because I, you know, the buttons are pretty small to ship. Well, labels, they're like, you know, they're like cards. They're so easy to ship. So it Mm -hmm. wasn't anything big or too different. And then, you know, designing them was similar to what I was already doing. So it was just an easy, um, expansion for me that I was seeing that was like working and becoming trendy. So just kind of went with it. (laughs) Um, and it still works now and it's still, you know, it's, it's still the same. It's, People are still buying them. It's still (laughs) a trendy thing. Absolutely. And I I could be wrong, but you just remind me of something. I feel like on your website, or maybe you had a blog or something at one point when I was feverishly trying to figure out how to do Etsy like two years ago, I came across something you wrote. I'm pretty sure it was you. And you said that you thought about like expanding to a bunch of different items, but you decided to get really good at labels and making sure that like that one product you had was so, so good. And that is what helped you grow. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, no, it is. I kind of tinkered around with like, um, I actually did tinker around with like cards at one point and like art prints. And so at one point it was like too much. And I was like, I'm doing all this stuff, but none of it is that good. Let me like go back to the basics. Like, what am I good at? What do I feel like is working for me? And so, yeah, that did happen actually. Um, I kind of got too big for my britches at one point (laughs) and like was doing a lot of things, but not well. So I, I definitely decided I needed to like narrow my focus and, and go with it. I feel like that's such a helpful thing for me to remember because I'm kind of in that drawing back phase a little bit right now. Um, cause I, you know, you have so many ideas and you want to act on all of them. Yes. And then at some point you're like, I just want to be really good at the thing that I do. I don't right. want to be like medium at a lot of things. And so I'm currently kind of doing that where I'm getting more specific about just cards. Yeah. And it's just so much, you, there's more breathing room. Like I feel like there's more room for creativity because you're not just like spread so thin. Right. And I think you're totally right. It's so easy for me, my personality to get wrapped up in like, oh, I can do so many different things at once. I am a seven on the Enneagram like test. I don't know if you know much yeah, about no, it. I'm but, a four. Okay. Yeah. I'm very true to my number, like very all over the place. Like, yeah, I can do this. Like, so it's so easy to get caught up in that, especially once you taste like, um, kind of a little bit of success of having a product. You're like, okay, yeah, now since I did that, I can do this. But yeah, I agree. It's definitely easier or not easier, but I think better in it, in it, um, like just for the quality of your products, if you do kind of keep your focus narrow. I think so too. I think that is such a good tip. Um, and moving a little bit to your listings, like there's so much stuff I love about your shop. I was actually going to bring up your tagline, small designs for happy occasions. Cause it's so good. It's just like immediately, you know, exactly what you're getting into. And I think it just paints the picture perfectly for your shop. Um, I just also love that your listing photos there, like I use mock-ups and I I find that very helpful, but you do your own photography, right? Yeah. I mean, some of them are mock-ups, um, but I have taken that and you know, it's, that's actually been a struggle for me, the photo. So I'm like pleasantly surprised to hear that, but yeah, I, um, I've taken a lot of my own listing photos and then some are mock-ups too. Um, but a lot of my 
uh, products are shiny. So it is so hard to get good pictures with with lighting. You know, there's always a glare. So it's always a struggle for me. Um, So I'm glad to hear that like some of them are working. Oh my gosh, they are so good. I feel like they're like (laughs) what I want my listing photos to look like. They're just like bright and clear and simple. Is there, do you have any tips? Like, what do you do? It's funny that you ask. I actually just, me and one of my good friends just went to a iPhone photography class, um, which was so cool that that's like a thing these days. Um, but I mean, I think for mine and, and what they said in the class too, for, for my products, because they are shiny and they have glares is like to use natural lighting, um, because every time I shine a light on them, it doesn't work. So I try to use a lot of natural light. I try to um, kind of remain consistent in like the backgrounds I use. Like I do have like a big white foam board that I lay products on. I have like a big glitter paper that I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a marble background. So I stuck to like three backgrounds. And so I try to keep those pretty consistent. Um but yeah, that is, I think that's one of the hardest parts for me is, is taking pictures. And it's such an important part. It's like how you get people to like click on your shop. Yes, it is everything about Etsy. I mean, I, cause I go on Etsy and if I don't like your picture, I'm, I'm not even going to click on it. So I know, it is. I feel like if you have like a low quality picture, it just makes you assume the product is going to be low quality. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but. It yeah. is, I guess we're just such a, you know, we're visual people. So mm-hmm. that is, I think the most important thing about your Etsy shop really is having good listing photos. I think so too. Um, Going back to your design process, do you design all of your labels and stuff like on the computer? Do you use an iPad or has that process changed over the years? Um, It has changed a little bit. Not that much though. I I just, I do use my computer. Um, I, I use a very simple program called pages that I think it comes with a Mac. Like I kind of, you know, I've started trying to learn like InDesign and Photoshop and for what I do, it was just like, I don't, I don't, I didn't need it. It was too, it was too much. And what I had been doing on pages was kind of working still for me. Um, so I just kept up with that and, um, it really hasn't changed that much. The only thing that's changed is like me trying to keep up with whatever is trendy, whatever colors and patterns yeah. and designs. And um, that's about it though. I think most of them are pretty, designs are pretty simple. Um, so it just doesn't require a lot of um, like the things software. that in design would offer. Yeah. And I think that's such a good takeaway. And I hope people hear that because I think I do the same thing in my shop. Like I'm always thinking like, how can I do this simpler? And there's always a way to do it simpler. Like you don't have to have the fanciest thing. You don't have to have a thousand dollar printer. Like you really can do it with like low tech, easy stuff. Yeah. Smart about it. Right. Exactly. And especially, I think you're totally right. People think you have to have all this fancy stuff to start and you really don't. Um, and you'll find along the way if you need to improve something, but yeah, I, I mean, I use pretty basic, pretty basic materials over here. Same. I mean, it's like, I feel like as long as like the cardstock is good quality and like the print comes out nice, it's like, it really doesn't matter like exactly how you get to that point. Exactly. Um, amazing. Um, Okay. So let's actually get to a few of our wrap up questions. Um, what is it that you are most proud of in your business? 
Um, I can think of two things. The first is the fact that I have operated my Etsy shop out of five different homes um, in in the past seven years, just because of being an army family and moving. Um, And the other thing I can think of is that um, in the middle of, probably in the middle of all this, we had a baby and um, I was really worried after that about like, if I could kind of maintain this with her. Um, and I had to put my shop on vacation mode a lot when we moved and after having her, because I was just very overwhelmed. And you've talked about this, that it is really hard to recover from vacation mode. Mm -hmm. Like you go down in search listings and I mean, your, your, your listings just don't pop up like they used to. So I'm proud of the fact that I was that I finally have been able to get back to where I was before, before having Katie um, sales wise and that I can, you know, do this and be a stay at home mom with her. Um, it's just like the best part about this job for me. Okay. I, I, I don't, I would be so sad if I wouldn't be able to do that still. So that's been really cool. And what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? I guess you kind of just answered that one. <laughs> yeah, that that is one of the favorite things. And uh, I mean, if we're being honest, I you're my, you might be the same way. I love that I can do work in the comfort of my own home. Absolutely. In my leggings with like <laughs> real housewives of whatever in the background. And, oh my gosh, and yeah. just knowing that no one's going to tell me not to do that. <laughs> um, and the fact that the the success is all mine and the failure is all mine is pretty cool. Like to not have anybody that, you know, to disappoint or to, to worry about. It's, it's just really cool to have something of my own. I love that. The successes are yours and the failures are yours. That's like exactly. Yeah. I feel like it gets addicting too, because I can't imagine ever having a boss again. Right. I mean, I would be the worst employee to a boss. Oh my gosh. Same. I'm so glad we're doing this. Okay. And then last, what is a goal that you're looking forward to in 2020? Um, This is a really big stretch, but if I say it on a podcast publicly, you know, maybe I can make it happen. Yes. Let's do it. I would love to hit 10,000 sales. That would be amazing. Amazing. And guys, if you're listening, um, the Profit from Elizabeth sales go to their international adoption, correct? Am I wrong? Yeah, that's correct. We are like, we are just waiting to be matched. And so we have, you know, still have a little bit to go. And it's just been really cool to see the success of the shop, like knowing that it's for something bigger. Like what a good why. I feel like that's so awesome. Exactly, so let's, yeah. let's get her to 10,000 sales, everybody. Her shop is etsy.com slash shop slash Joy. That's B-E-C-K-O-N-J-O-Y. It's for yes. a good cause. Also, her stuff's amazing. So go check it out. And Elizabeth, thanks so much for talking with us today. I know everyone learned so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jesse. This is, this is so fun. I love listening to your podcast and you have such a good podcast voice. Like your voice is great <laughs> to listen to. Thank Probably because you you're good at singing, I think has a lot to do with it. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. If anyone didn't know. Used to fun fact singing. for your listeners, Jesse has an amazing singing voice. Please, please don't YouTube me. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth. Thanks so much. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening in for another episode of Daily Delivery. Today's episode was produced by Better Co. Courses and was edited by Tommy Walker. 
Once again, I'm Jessica Walker. And if you like what you've been hearing, take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. For daily tips, tricks, ideas, and inspiration, follow me over on Instagram at your greeting card guru. That's your greeting card, G-U-R-U. I'm sharing about my upcoming ebook series, which includes everything I've learned to grow my greeting card business from designing and branding to promoting and running your business. Check it out. And thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.